0: Welcome to the New Money Habits Podcast, where we talk about how to create a better plan for your money so you don't have to live paycheck to paycheck. Here are your hosts, Sarah Jones and Nino Villa.
1: Welcome back, budgeteers. Coach Nino Villa here alongside me, my partner on the Airways, as always. It is Sarah Jones. Sarah, where are you and how's it going?
0: <laughs> hello, hello everyone. Hello, Nino. We are still on the coast in southern Texas. Um, we had fun little fact, a crazy storm. We got 3.2 inches of rain in about five hours yesterday. Um, lots of wind, lots of rain. Um, so that's been, you know, some nice days. And then it's just a reminder that weather can turn crazy at any time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, got to have a plan for, you know, what to do indoors at that point. Have a good book, get some work done, whatever that is. But i uh, guessing you're <laughs> right. not spending the time outside.
0: No. And, you know, with the amount of thunder and lightning that was happening, quite frankly, I, I watched TV. <laughs> mm. I didn't have my computer on. I just sat and I'm like, you know what? I need kind of a veg day. So it worked out just fine.
1: Excellent. Those are always required. You got to you got to mix those in.
0: Mm-hmm. And sometimes right. utilizing nature's power to you know make that happen is is okay too. That's
1: right. All right. So today we want to kind of continue our conversation a little bit about retirement. I know that we've done a retirement episode recently, but um, there's this movement. Um, Tongue in cheek, I say that the U.S. is on fire for retirement. And uh, some of our listeners may know what that means, and some, like me, who have only come to that term recently, um, might not know, what is that? So kind of wanted to ask you, Sarah, uh, to talk a little bit and and educate our listeners on what is this FIRE movement that I've been hearing so much about lately? F-I-R-E, FIRE.
0: Hmm. So fire movement stands for financial independence, retire early. And, um, you know, I don't know that it's new on the scene. It's probably, it's newer for me over the past couple of years, probably four or five years. I've been, um, part of a couple of different groups that are really promoting this, um, this movement, this, um, really kind of, um, um, focusing on retiring early and living below your means. And that's really, in in the, the scheme of things, what FIRE stands for, Financial Independence Retire Early.
1: And so, trust me when I, I, I say I would like to be a part of that movement, um, retire <laughs> early. Um, but you brought up a couple of points there about like how are people achieving retirement early? And I, I'd like to have you just kind of expand on those a little bit, like, Living below your means. What do you mean living below my means? Aren't I supposed to spend every dollar I make?
0: (laughs) Right, right. You know, some of the more aggressive um, proponents of the FIRE movement are investing in between 50 and 75% of their monthly income. 50 and 75% of their monthly income. So that's, talk about living below your means. That means you're only living on 25 to 50% of your your income, your your gross pay, right? So if I'm going to be honest, Nino, if we look at that, if I were living on just 25 to 50 percent of my gross monthly pay, my life would change quite dramatically.
1: I, I yeah, I would imagine. I'm trying to think for myself too. That, that just seems, it almost seems impossible.
0: Hmm. I think that it is very possible but um you know it's really about not only like the short term it's fire movement's really kind of focused on long term but what I see happening and this is just my own perspective so anybody don't come at me out there but living on 25 or 50% of your gross income right it can create some negative mindsets you know like total restriction or working on really upping your income and reducing all of your expenses to legit the bare minimums, right? And so, um, that way the bulk of your, your income is going towards those retirement, um, you know, tax advantage accounts. Um, and it's, you know, I think a lot of people are doing it now. There are several different, you know, you can be as aggressive with it as you'd like. Um Average age for retirement is 67. And, you know, with the fire movement, it's really focusing on planning so you can retire well before the age of 67. Well before I'm using air quotes there because that's really up to you. You know, I, there's been some studies that I've read, Nino, you know, recently on a lot of like the millennial generation. I'm really hoping to be retired by the time they're in their 40s. Um, and so that's why this movement's really kind of taken hold now.
1: So in our last episode, where, or the episode that we spoke about retirement, we talked about some different ages. And we talked about if you're dependent on the government, then you're dependent on waiting until you're at least 62, did we say? Yeah, 62 for early retirement, 67 for normal retirement. If you're independent and you're contributing to 401ks and IRAs and that sort of thing, that you can start to take distributions from that at 59 and a half, mm-hmm. but you just brought up a very interesting point. I mean, if, if somebody's looking to retire early, so their forties or even their early fifties, how are they going about, if they're living on less than they make, what are they investing in? They can't just be investing in uh, retirement accounts because they're not going to be able to touch those without penalty
0: mm-hmm. until
1: they're in their later fifties.
0: Yeah. And, you know, again, not an investment professional, so I'm not going to tell people what to invest in. Um, let right, me put right. that little disclaimer out there. But a lot of times they're combining the tax-advantaged true retirement accounts with some other taxable brokerage accounts, right? And so there's other types of investment accounts that they are also contributing to. So maxing out the tax-advantaged true retirement accounts, along with contributions to other types of investment accounts that, number one, don't have the penalties to withdraw or that would fall under the 4% rule. Um, you know, if, if you don't know what that is, you can, I don't even know all the specifics of it, but basically you can pull out 4% of the investment without getting a penalty on it, right? And so, so, with the FIRE movement, they're contributing to a lot of different types of investment accounts that when they choose to retire, whether that means for them leaving work, full-time work completely, or maybe dropping to part-time work, or maybe kind of a a side gig, you know, a a different type of income. the, The purpose of it is they're really planning ahead and making it so income is coming in from a lot of different ways.
1: Yeah. And like you said, not a financial professional, not licensed to sell products. And so I'm not going to give uh, specific advice, but the idea is you want to invest in things that are going to generate a passive income. And so for some of my younger clients right now who are in their 20s and already thinking about like, man, it would be great to be retired in 20 years in my 40s. For them, that might be investing in, um, investment properties things that you know they own the asset it's generating a monthly uh, income and if they can have it paid off between now and when they're they're retired and again on our last retirement episode we talked about like redefining the word retirement you know retirement mm-hmm. is working because you want to not because you have to the moment you have enough passive income whether that's through a true retirement account or otherwise and you don't have to work because your bills are paid well then you're technically retired and I I know people right now in their uh, mid 40s and early 50s who they qualify by that definition they qualify they make enough passive income and so there's ways to do that there's ways to invest again whether it be investment real estate um, you know whether it be an annuity of some sort so if you were to stockpile a bunch of money, and buy an annuity, and then the annuity pays monthly for the rest of your life. Whatever that looks like, but there's ways to set aside money, invest it in assets that are going to generate income for forever.
0: Mm -hmm. And that's really about what this FIRE movement is about. It's about the long term. It's not just today, right? It's really looking at and recognizing that it takes time and dedication to make this happen, but it's also um getting a clear picture of what's the purpose of this path. Right. And why is this important? Like you mentioned, and like we talked about on, you know, our, our last episode of retirement, redefining retirement is what's the purpose of this for me. Right. And why is this important for me to want to retire early? Right. Really focusing in, in those areas, um, I think oftentimes it gives people this better definition and the ability to make different choices with their money, right? To be really looking at how much am I spending and how much time does this require me to work, you know, mm-hmm. to, to, to gain the equivalent of this um, in dollars, so it's really about the long-term thinking with the FIRE movement, which I really appreciate. Now, I don't love everything with the FIRE movement, but I do really appreciate the long-term thinking that it elicits.
1: Yeah. You just said something there that I really want to um, kind of uh, pause on and, and investigate a little bit. And that's the this idea of the thing that I want to acquire, right? So some whatever I want to spend my money on. If you equate that to how many hours worked, does it require you to acquire that thing? It's just an interesting exercise. So on the small scale of things, let's say you wanted to buy a new device, whether that be like a computer or TV or whatever. And you think about, oh, this is going to cost me a thousand dollars, fifteen hundred bucks, whatever that is. Let's say a thousand dollars. Well, then, you know, based on. What you are paid, you know, if your salary and you break it down to an hourly rate, it's like, well, how many hours do I need to work in order to acquire that thing? And so with the the less expensive items, it seems kind of insignificant. Oh, that's, you know, that's 10 hours worth of work. Oh, OK. But when you get into those bigger acquisitions, oh, I want to buy this new car. And it's 30 grand. And how much, like, if I get paid 60 grand a year, like, I have to work for six months just to make the money that it takes to acquire this thing. And when you start to think about things differently, and I think that's, I think at the core, right, that's what the FIRE movement is doing. Is It's about thinking about things differently. Why should I have to wait until I'm 67 to retire? What, like. What is that about? Why should I have to wait why should I have to work 40 years to maybe enjoy 20? Why don't I work 20 years to enjoy 40? And th- it's about thinking differently. So when you think about what does it take for me to acquire things? How much mo- how many hours of work does that equate to and that you're starting to think differently and by thinking differently you really open up your your mind to huh Maybe I don't need to do what everybody else is doing.
0: Right. And, you know, one thing that you mentioned a lot of times there, and I think that the, the key word in all of this is time, right, is that we, we cannot create time right? We're given, we don't know how long we're going to be on this earth, right? If anybody does, I mean, let me know. I'd like to figure that out because, you know, I might plan things a little bit differently, but we don't know how long we're going to be on this earth, right? And we can always make more money. Doesn't mean that you have to keep spending money though. You know, I think people say that, well, I don't know how long I'm going to be here and I can always make more money, but you can't always make more time, right? You can't make more time. And so I look at it as the old saying, you know, time is money. Well, money is a renewable resource. Time is not. Mm
1: -hmm. And so
0: when I'm spending, I want to make sure that the money I'm spending, it's not necessarily the amount of it, you know, the dollar amount. It's that, yeah, how much of my time am I giving up or am I using to make this purchase? To me, that's very valuable because my time is extremely important for me. Right, yeah. doesn't mean that I'm not going to work. Doesn't mean that I'm not going to enjoy life. I mean, geez, I'm definitely enjoying life and doing things a little bit different. But it's about being really intentional about how I spend my time, which then equates to how am I spending my money, and vice versa. Right, and yeah. so I think, Nina, when you're talking about looking at things differently, it really is a uh, a shift there that it's not just a dollar amount that's deposited into your bank account. It's you getting up every morning. It's you going to work. It's you being away from your family. It's you, right. It's you doing a lot of things that then generates those dollars that come into your bank account.
1: Yeah. I don't know. You know, I I think a, a lot of us would naturally assume that the pandemic had a, had something to do with all of this. But I think part of a movement I'm seeing is that people are being a, a lot more thoughtful and mindful about how they spend their time. And and at the risk of using a word that uh, some might be triggered by, but slaving away 40, 60, 80 hours a week so that somebody else Makes a ton of money. I think people are very disinterested in this idea mm-hmm. and they'd rather reclaim that time for themselves. I hear people now talking about how like their full time week in their mind is 20 hours. I work 20 hours a week and then I'm done. And I go and I do, I spend time with my family and we go on you know, little adventures or whatever that is. Mm-hmm. But you know, I, I used to joke, like I wanted to find the guy who decided that 40 hours was like the mandatory work week and I wanted to punch him in the face. Cause who was he (laughs) to decide that 40 hours of my time, that's one third of my life is dedicated to, to someone else or something else. Interestingly enough, when you work for yourself, working 40 hours doesn't even feel like work at that point because it's, it's something that, you know, like this time is being invested in me and the thing I'm building and instead of being invested in someone else's thing that they're building. Mm. So I see a lot of that going on. And Like I said, maybe it has something to do with the pandemic and everybody kind of reevaluating what's important to them. Um, but whether it was that or it was something else, I'm thankful and grateful that uh, more people are kind of on the side of, yeah, you know what? Working my entire life away. Not interested.
0: Right. And with that, though, then has to come the shift. Right. If you don't want to work your life away, then the shift needs to to be followed by action of, okay. then how am I going to actually make this different? right? Because mm-hmm. I was living in the now and wanting, now I'm not saying you can't have brand new cars and you can't go and clothes shopping. You can't get your coffee. That's absolutely, if you know me, that's absolutely not what I am about, but it really is about being mindful and being intentional about what it is that you truly desire. And if you don't want to work 40 hours a week, you don't want to have to pick up overtime to pay your bills. Then you do have some choices right? Mm -hmm. You do have some choices here and it means scaling back on those things and really taking a look at your values, like what you value and what brings value to your life and putting then those values in priority, right? Mm -hmm. And for a lot of people with this fire movement, that's what they've done. They've put their priorities and time is a high priority for these people that are really following the, the fire movement, right? Time is a huge priority which means that they're cutting their expenses so they can have as much time as possible to do the other things that they really enjoy.
1: Mm -hmm. Yep, Awesome. Good stuff. Um, I'm all for retiring early, however you go about doing that. Um, If you're somebody who's like, yeah, how do I do that? And you want some one-on-one time, I want to encourage you to go to the show notes. Uh, Click on the schedule a call link uh, and schedule a time to speak to either Sarah and or myself. Um, Because once you start thinking about money differently and you start to recognize, okay, it's just a tool. And I just want to manage that tool well. And I want that tool to work as hard as it possibly can for me and all those different things. you, You know, it's time. It's time to, you know walk alongside somebody who can help you to map out a plan to achieve that plan, to be around like-minded people. I know Sarah, you and I were talking about uh, stuff before we hit record. And the, the the fact of the matter is like, unless you put yourself around people who Mm -hmm. think similarly, uh, similarly, (laughs) similarly, and, um, and encourage you, truly encourage, right there's there's plenty of social media groups that say they're like-minded and then you start posting and you're you're like you're asking an authentic question and people are just (laughs) not very kind right it's like i thought we were like-minded sarah and i will help you because we're like-minded and we will help you to uh dream a little bit figure out what that goal is map a plan from where you are to where you want to be. So, Mm -hmm. and it costs you nothing. So schedule that, that call with one of us today.
0: I'm going to second that. Um, And I'm going to say, you know, Nino community and being around people that are supporting you. It's, it's huge. It really is huge. And when you um, put yourself in that, in that place, right. The, the things that shift and change within your own life are really pretty amazing. And um, I think it's, it's great to reach out to people and have a conversation with your friends with you know you or I with anybody just starting to talk about it. things in your life are gonna change pretty pretty um, dramatically and and uh I'm here for it and let's let's have the changes start happening, right aren't we tired of I think Nino, you know, we're tired of living very overwhelmed financially and frustrated so. I'm just going to put in another plug, reach out and let's change it because it doesn't have to be that way.
1: Absolutely. Well, great conversation as always. And we will continue our financial conversation next time.
0: Thank you for listening to the New Money Habits podcast brought to you by New Money Habits and Keeping Up with the Joneses Financial Coaching. Submit your questions to our host by emailing podcast at newmoneyhabits.com. Be sure to subscribe to be notified of future episodes. Join our growing group of like-minded people on Facebook and follow us on your favorite platform. Music provided by
1: Summer School.